Hello and welcome in to another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin, and we do have Abby joining us tonight, as well as Matt and Jared. Let's get into it. Hey, how about them tops, son? All oh, day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, Let's get a quick word from this episode's sponsor. I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you'd like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy so go to betterhelp.com slash redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thanks again. Use that code. You get 10% off. Uh, your, and, uh, and it supports us too. So definitely check that out. Uh, Matt, how's it going, buddy? Hey, man. How we doing? Good, good, good. I'm just relaxing, yeah. enjoying life, and not talking about Western basketball right now. So, yeah, let's just ignore it. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about anything but. Yeah, let's talk about everything but Western basketball. Um, well, I guess first off, uh, loser Kentucky right now, as in the whole state, <laughs> or at least the part we live in, um, about to get hit with an ice storm. Yeah. They is, did is it say to be like tomorrow morning or something. Yes, it hits us around seven to eight o'clock, depending on like how it moves and everything. And then about, you know, they from what I've heard, it's not as bad as the one from two thousand nine. For those of you in the area who remember that, who got like okay. uh, what in, one to two inches of ice <clears throat> and just like yeah. shut everything down and made everything crazy. Yeah, hopefully we're not even close to that. That would be yeah. a nightmare. Oh my gosh. That yeah. I actually loser Devin this week. I went out and tried to find a generator today. <laughs> yeah. You wanna guess how that went, huh? <laughs> oh boy. I actually did find um not a big generator, but a small one. Um mm-hmm. for um like 700 bucks, which I was like, good gosh. Really? Um, they had some at Sam's. Uh, I have no idea like how good they are or anything, but it was in like the three, 400. The, the one, the one I got was a um, 2,300 watt for 700 and something bucks. And it was the biggest I could find for that amount of money. I actually wow. went to Harbor freight <laughs> and myself and another gentleman are standing there and we're talking and he's like, he's, you know, he told me, he said, I just left Lowe's and they told me they were going to get some more about four o'clock this afternoon. And I was like, huh. And, he, and I'm thinking there's going to be so many idiots there. It's not even going to be funny. <laughs> you will not be able to stir them with the, you know, stir people with a stick trying to find the irony of me calling someone an idiot who's out looking for a generator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, um, we're looking at all these generators on the display at Harbor Freight. And, um, 
the guy, he, one of the employees comes over and he's like, Hey, you know, do y'all have that one in the back? And the guy's like, no, we don't have any of these. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy's like, then why do you have them out? Why don't you have a sign up that says they're sold out? Oh, well, uh, oh, oh. and you're just like, really, really, <laughs> you know, it's just the, the people you, you get, you know, mm-hmm. um, good times. I'm surprised Jared's not in here yet. Yeah, no, I was just texting him, uh, I don't know, a couple minutes ago. Well, he, he just messaged me saying he was ready, so. Uh, but I, I will say another, well, I don't, I don't know, Matt, I'll let you judge. Uh, winner or loser, the Redskins' new uh, name. <laughs> the, what is it, the Commanders? The Commanders. Oh, gosh, I think it's horrible. Like, I do too. Like, I don't yeah. even think that's good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, I saw people making like, um, communist references and stuff like that. And like, that's my thing. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. Like what lost to the commanders. Let's actually, let me see if I can pull it up on ESPN. Cause I know they, they were, they had it as their little front page thing. Um, I don't know. All, all that like build up, and then the best you've got is commanders. Yeah, that's like, uh, like they were acting like it was going to be a big deal and a huge change and stuff. And I yeah, saw somebody that's... comment like, uh, "Commanders take over for the Redskins or something," and they were like, "That sounds like something that happened in the 1800s." So, <laughs> you know, they were talking about yeah. this like offensive. Redskins thing, and then they have like the commanders take over the Redskins. Yeah, kind of. I don't know if they thought that one out. <laughs> That's kind of like. Uh, do you remember the what's the Land of Lakes? Yeah, my daughter's just yeah. throwing stuff. Land of Lakes. <laughs> they said that the Native American on the the package was racist, but then mm. they took her away, and we kept the land. Which, by the way, like, like that's like the worst thing ever. Like, who thought of that? That was a horrible idea. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no string. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh yeah, we've got a we've got a rope, a little paracord rope from somewhere, and we just decided to run through the house with it. Hey, Jared, can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, so, Jared, just talking the Washington Commanders. What do you think? Yeah, I know all the names that they could have chose from. That one's pretty bad. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I feel like there is so many other things in Washington you could have named them. Yeah. And kept the same colors. Like, they could have been, like, the Red Wolves. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's Literally no rules in Washington, but that doesn't matter. If the Utah Jazz are allowed to have their name, then they could do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could just kind of go with whatever. Um, <laughs> the Hawks. Well, I mean, I guess we do have a Hawks pro team, actually. Never mind. I was just skimming Seahawks, through real quick. And look at them. <laughs> well, that's the NFL, can, but we do the NBA. They could be the Land Hawks. No, that'd be cool. The Land Hawks. There you go. Land Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> could be the Washington blowhards and it would represent Congress. But anyway. And it's also Washington. You if you think about it, Washington State, that would be a perfect rivalry game. They should have done that. <laughs> NFL script writers have fallen asleep because they worked so hard to give us the most incredible playoffs we've ever seen. 
<laughs> I will say I am very happy to see Cincy in the fun, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody would have predicted that at the beginning of this season at all. Yeah, the writers did a great job in planning this out. So. <laughs> yeah, all the WWE rejects. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Joe Burrow in the finals, nobody will see it coming. Against L.A. Yeah. Which, by the way. Conspiracy. Which, by the way, I know we haven't heard heard from Cousin Jake in a while, but we speak on the regular, and he was telling me. How's he doing? In his opinion, uh, Matt Stafford looks like the the fat frat guy that graduated but has never left the house. Honestly, though. And I cannot unsee that. And everybody I tell that to, they go, oh, my God, I can't unsee that now. Yeah. There was somebody so, that said that he looked like Elon Musk, and I see that a little bit, too. Oh, like his illegitimate son. That would be hilarious. Yeah. That would be like the most – I'm sure those two would have the most to talk about. Just like how uh, Joe Burrow looks like Kevin from Home Alone. Yes. He does. He does. He really does. <laughs> so, okay. So, Miami Dolphins news. Brian Flores is suing the NFL. Jared, what do you think of this? I mean, the thing is, I believe him. And also, I mean, there's a lot of layers to it. But, of course, the biggest like one that's been kind of exposed is uh, the text he got from Bill Belichick. Which that's, it was kind of hard for me to believe that just from the way that Bill Belichick actually texts, like using all those exclamation points. Like I figured there's no excitement from that. Man. <laughs> We're both singing and talk, so. Okay, I mean, you can mute yourself if you have to. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read into uh, as far as the like the facts of the case or anything like that yet. But so yeah, the, I, the text from Bill Belichick is very interesting because he was congratulating Brian Cabal, I think, or however you say his name, about getting the Giants job. But he accidentally texted Flores, and it was a mistake on his part. But it just showed how the Giants already basically hired the other guy when Brian Flores was supposed to interview for the position. So, I mean, it just kind of shows that he was never taken seriously as a candidate. And also with the Dolphins, too. uh, I mean, Stephen Ross is horrible. I really hope that this whole thing brings Stephen Ross out of Miami. He's the owner. Everybody hates him. He's single-handedly destroyed the franchise. And uh, also, like, if it's true where he was telling Flores to blow games and was giving, like, 100 grand for per game that he blew, obviously there's no way that he should be able to stay in Miami. But, like, why why would you do that? Like, I don't even understand why. Just to get a good draft pick, just to tank, because I think he wanted to get Tua from the get-go. That was his goal, regardless of what happened to get Tua. So, Oh, Jesus. Anyway. Devin, are you mopping your floor? Is that what's going on? Mopping? God, no, I'm not mopping the floor. She has just, like, decided to rearrange the room and just decided to let stuff fly. Easy. You know, like, those cartoons where the, the, the character is bent over in a trunk or something and just starts throwing stuff out? That's what she's doing, essentially. Nice. Yeah, so it's great listening. Uh, Matt, do you, do you have any winners or losers this week? I'll mute it for just a uh, How about uh, a good loser? We were talking. I had my winner as the Bengals fan, so good for them. Um, <laughs> um, how about Adam Schefter? 
as the big loser. Like he oh, puts yeah. out this, this big rumor that 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 Brady's retiring, and then Brady's like, no, and then he kind of leaves retires anyway. Like, yeah, and then he retires later. Like, just kind of makes it look stupid. Like he's supposed to be like the NFL guy, and he, I guess, he jumped the gun, or or maybe I'm guessing. I'm guessing Brady wanted to do it on his own time, is what yeah. I would say. Yeah. So, um, and so when anyway, he, he did like that, which, by the way, so I, I mean, I'm, I don't was that was that Saturday or when it was announced? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, I, I remember getting the text message, you know, from a local news organization. Tom Brady retires, and I was like, oh wow, okay. You know, kind of figured it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, okay. And then two seconds later, not so fast, Tom Brady's not retiring. And then yesterday, get the text, oh, he is retiring. So either he's pulling a Michael Jordan or uh, Brett Favre or God knows what. I did see where he was going to sign a one-day contract with the Patriots to retire as a Patriot, which, I mean, that makes sense. See, I mean, I mean, he ruined my actually, life for 20 years, so I don't really care what he does. I'm just glad he's leaving finally. <laughs> But now, See, I I, I actually, about, now I have to worry about Josh Allen in the AFC East. So, I mean, I'm still going to be busy. Right, I mean, you just... See, <laughs> Jared, I actually heard a conflicting matter. rumor that Brady was going to sign with the Dolphins just to disappoint you all for one more day. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> We're already disappointing ourselves enough as it is. We don't need anyone else to do it. Okay. Jared is two of the answer. Uh, I think I think if he actually gets an offensive line that lets him have more than three seconds in the pocket, then yeah, I think he can be pretty solid. But man, I mean, he's still like one of the most pressured and rushed quarterbacks all season. I think he was pressured more than Burrow was this year, and that's saying a lot. At least Burrow, he has a faster release and is able to still have uh, Jamar Chase and all of that to help him out, which Jalen Waddle looked really good in his first year. So I'm really excited to see how he looks, if they can actually get – like they have a ton of cap space. I really hope they can get some good draft pieces, maybe some free agents. But with all this going on now, I mean, I don't know why anyone would want to come to Miami. Yeah, bunch of racists. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, Stephen Ross needs yeah, to go. Crazy. I will pack his bags for him and get him out of Miami. See, I, I will I'll say drive my back brother down there again, Matt. I'll drive. I'll drive by myself <laughs> down there and help him pack. There you go. See, my brother is a Dallas fan, Stay and he says game the game. same thing about Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, never forget. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, so um, Matt, do you? Okay, okay. Matt, do you mind? Do what? Quit throwing a fit, Devin. You're a man. Yes. So, Matt, do you mind updating us on the lady tops? Yeah, sure. So, uh, not a not a great update this time. Um, the girls actually lost their first two games um, in conference this this past week against UAB and Middle. Um, honestly, it was kind of to be expected. Like, uh, honestly you kind of know that they're not probably not the, the best team in conference USA. They just kind of had a pretty easy schedule, but they did have some decent wins and a bunch of their wins were by double digits. Um, actually all of them except one. 
um, in conference was a double-digit win. So they were showing that obviously they've put themselves together enough to be pretty decent. Um, but they came out against UAB, and they actually lost by 16, but it was much closer than that. Um, I think what it was, and I hadn't – I hadn't looked at this in a little bit, but I think they just couldn't hit anything. Like they shot 30, uh, 36.5% for the game, made less than 30% of their uh, three-pointers and missed and shot 60% from free throw. So I, I just think they couldn't buy a shot. Um, just kind of went cold at the wrong time. And um, they shot, uh, what, 22% in the second quarter. And under 40 in the fourth and just kind of bad. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. So, um, anyway, just, yeah. a, it's a, it's not a shameful loss, um, at all. You know, they, they, and they've built themselves margin to where, you know, Hey, this isn't a disaster that we just lost against two of probably the, the two best teams in the conference. Um, so UAB is leading the West right now. Middle, um, is now, I believe, are they tied with Western? I hadn't looked at the standings today. Um, but then I think uh, Charlotte is right there. It's been kind of odd because of a couple of COVID cancellations. I think Charlotte's at like five and one. Um, and Western and Middle are at seven and two. So, um, anyway, it's a huge week this upcoming week. Um, Charlotte and Old Dominion are both right there in the standings and interestingly uh marshall as well is western's travel partner who obviously they'll be playing charlotte and old dominion too um is six and three so they're all within like one game in the east um of of, of each other so it's going to shake up the whole the whole east this week um somebody's going to end up being a big loser and somebody's going to um you know going to end up ahead of everyone else so it's going to be an interesting week. Um, they're at home. So, um, yeah, bring your bring your girls out and um, watch the game. I, we might be going. My girls were asking if we could go to a Western game this week, so we might go to a girls game or something. I was um, going to say, man, I was really surprised not to see you on the uh, Western MTSU game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, just I was... from watching the game, you know, I quit on ESPN+. Plus. I figured they would – at least have one Matt McKay cameo, but yeah, I mean, you know, I di- I didn't get my uh, seat number filed with the camera guys, so uh, <laughs> you know, like I usually do. No, I mean, uh, I mean, I was there. Uh, I'm sure you were. I've just, you know, I'm a big boy now, and I sort of act like a grown man, but not really. I definitely uh, let Rick have it at the end there when they weren't fouling. That drove me crazy. But anyway. Um, yeah, the girls um, seem like they're going to be in pretty good position. Um, they do need to win some of these next few games, especially this week if we can at home. Um, they haven't played Charlotte or Old Dominion, so um, it's crucial to get out ahead of them and win at home. Um, and then you have a cushion in case you struggle with them later. So yeah, that's my later topper update. But they're they're looking decent, and I think they've got a good – Good chance at uh, getting a top two seed and getting a buy in the tournament, and they were picked to be I think like twelfth in the preseason. So huge props to them. They're definitely going to be better than that. So I guess we need to talk about this, but I will say one thing. Um, I did uh, 
to avoid talking about the sadness of Western basketball, um, I did watch a movie on Netflix today called Home Team. Uh, it is a uh, Happy Madison production, so it's a little goofy, but it, but it is hilarious. Um, it, it's about the uh, the probably what 2012 ish when uh, Sean Payton was uh, uh, suspended from coaching yeah. for the Saints when they got Down the uh, yeah. But it's I'm assuming it's a little fictional, but it plays off of that, and it was pretty interesting. It was pretty good. It was a pretty funny movie. I'll say that. Kevin James plays Sean, and it's just the uh, – and actually, there is a cameo of Sean Payton in the movie, which really cracked me up because <laughs> I kept waiting for it. Um, who was the coach that used to – who was the guy who used to coach at the Steelers? Oh, Coach Cowher. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing a lot of analyst stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on the he was a, he cameoed in the movie too. I was like, that is hilarious. <laughs> um, but anyway, Western basketball, five straight. Do you think I'll go to Jared first, and then I'll go to Matt because I think I know how Matt is. Oh. Um, do you think Jared that it is a that uh, us that Western should have lost all five of those games? Uh, they should the question one. <laughs> yeah, I was Go definitely ahead, expecting Jared. something deeper than that. But sorry, I'm uh, I'm a little distracted. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, but uh, honestly, yeah, I mean, a couple of them were still really close. I still feel like a few of those games they should have done a lot better in. Obviously, the middle game was one of them, but of course, going back to the three point defense or like thereof, I guess I really should say. <laughs> It's just hard to watch. I mean, you can't just expect people to miss all their shots. I mean, the UAB game was such a winnable game. It would have been a really good one to have. Um, but, of course, that three-point shot at the end of the game from Jelly Walker kind of sealed the deal, which was horrible. But, I mean, it's, we just have to lose in the most heartbreaking fashion. So, I don't know if we're trying to get it all out of the way now. That way... Like, we just won't feel as much heartbreak in March. Like, I'm okay with that. I doubt well, it. I mean, there's not going to feel a lot of heartbreak when you're sitting at home, so. Yeah, but it's just really sad that this is kind of what's happened. I mean, the, I think we had 10 wins when we started Conference USA play, like 2-0, and and I think ever since then we've just lost everything played in, so. I don't know what changes. I don't know who's going to step up and do anything. But when you're playing six players almost 40 minutes a game, you can't really expect them to be fully well-rested for two games in a row. So, I mean, I don't expect this team to do much at all in the conference tournament if that's how it's going to be. But that's further down the road, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I watched the uh, I watched the MTSU game today on uh, Hilltop Revolve. Check that out. Um, and like we just couldn't hit, you know. Um, you know, McKnight did a pretty good job. I thought um, Hamilton played for it really well. Sharp played well. Um, Anderson played well. Uh, we just couldn't hit anything. Uh, and middle was just. Knocking the lights out. I'm pretty sure we need to sacrifice a virgin at half court, but I don't know if that'll they'll let us do that or if it needs to be a chicken. But <laughs> so, so Matt. Okay, last episode, Jared and I were talking. 
Matt, have you ever watched the movie Major League? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, like Jared hasn't seen that. Well, not in, I think I may have seen it a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> okay, it just blew me away that he hadn't seen this movie. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, really? I've seen it. He's I've like, seen it oh, yeah. Just yeah. a bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was one of the best announcers ever. And if he really wasn't an announcer, like, they missed a golden opportunity. Right. It was so funny. <laughs> like, when he cut the other, the uh, color guys' mics off and stuff, like, the guy's trying to talk. <laughs> Oh, it's great yeah. when he was drinking at the beginning of the game. Yes. Yeah, that too. You know. Nope. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so Matt, what is your analysis of the last five games? What are you, what are your thoughts? What are we what are we throwing these losses up to? Well, I don't know. It, it's I do think there's been some bad luck. Like let's let's acknowledge that that in each of their these games. There were some things that went wrong for Western, such as not making shots, them making two um, game game winners in a row, um, FIU and UAB. Middle shot way, way above anything they had done all year in everything. They made like 94% free throws. They made 57% from the field and from three. Like middle shot – under 30% for the year uh, on threes until they played Western. Um, and then all, and they were scoring like 71 points a game. Then all of a sudden they dropped 93 on us. Um, some dude makes – I think he made nine threes by himself or something. And, uh, you know, so there was definitely some luck involved there. But, I mean, honestly, at some point you have to, you have to look at uh, – some some obvious issues. I mean, one is not playing enough players. You know, like yep. Kozar randomly comes in against UAB, your biggest game so far this year. Uh, when you're desperate, you're on a three-game losing streak. He comes in for two minutes, and then you don't play him again the rest of the game. Like, what is the thought process in there? Well, he went in against middle, too. Yeah, and he, oh, he got three minutes against middle. By the end of the year, he will be yeah. playing double-digit minutes. If yeah. we keep this up, but then he he hadn't played since uh, the Louisville game. So what is like? What are we thinking here? Where where is that coming from? And my my other my other thought is is with uh, Justice. Like, what's this injury that he's got that's causing him issues? And I mean, oh, another thing is, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be just wear and tear from you know the years playing, but. Another thing, I'll ask you each individually. The foul again on Justice, uh, where the dude um, hit him in the jewels, intentional or not? I think it was. Uh, no idea what, I'm talking about. what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Justice got a rebound in the corner uh, against MTSU. MTSU's guy stole it, but as he steals the steals the ball from Justice. He kind of takes his palm and just kind of pops him right in the jewels. And Jewel, of course, justice just goes down. I didn't know that. Well, that's when they. Well, that's when the ref stopped it forever, trying to figure out if he actually, um, if they did, if he thought they thought it was intentional or not. That's what that was about. See, we didn't know it was live, and we just knew that they were wasting our time. I mean, it was taking forever. (laughs) It yeah, was so ridiculous. Like, 
something like they had no control. First of all, when it was live, I don't know what they were showing on TV, but it was a freaking circus. Like in terms of like the teams had no idea what was going on. They thought it was a media break. The cheerleaders and the dance team comes out and the referees are like trying to kick everybody off the court. And they're trying to tell the teams to come back onto the court. And then they're reviewing whatever they're doing while doing this. So it was like yeah. a complete and utter mess. And well, that was my other thing. With, it was like it was a it was a poop show. I mean, so maybe really that's crazy. what. So maybe that's what Stans was complaining about then. Yeah, because he kind of came out there and was talking to him, and I guess I I just assumed he was trying to get the guy tossed for it, but I guess he was just complaining because they don't they were just letting everything run. I don't know. Yeah, it was those. They did not have control of that game at all. Um, and it was just like everybody, there were several moments where everyone was just confused what the heck was going on. And so I think, you know, asking about some things that went wrong, I do think there was some bad officiating. And I think with bad officiating, it randomly affects one team more than the other. And I do think Western had some bad luck on that. But there's definitely no question when you look at some of these things, like, and I look at the effort of it. Like, there were, there were some moments where, Western clearly hasn't been playing as hard as the last five teams they've played. Like North Texas, it was astounding how much harder they were playing than Western. Florida Atlantic, FIU, I think, had tons of hustle plays. UAB, like Western actually played really hard, but they still weren't playing as hard as UAB. And then against Middle, there was no way that, I mean, if that game was close, that Western was going to win because Middle was just playing like they wanted it. That's yeah, what, that's what drives me crazy about it. You've had five straight single-digit losses. You can bring the effort being an issue in all five of them. Is it is it effort or is it just exhaustion? I think, yeah. I mean, that's definitely got to be part of it. Um, Jared, I don't know what you think, but I mean, yeah, obviously they have to be tired. I mean, you can't play six players – for all of your minutes except maybe four or five a game total. Like that's that's ludicrous. You can't Yeah, that's kind of what Jared said a minute ago, so that's why I didn't go to him with that. But um yeah. my my thing is is why do we need more scholarships if we're only gonna play six guys? <laughs> is that not a legit question? I mean Yeah I, if you're only gonna play six, what's it matter? <laughs> yeah, save the money. I mean, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying we should have 40 guys on the on the team. I'm just saying, you know, let's put in, you know, let some guys get in there, get let some other guys get some breaks, yada yada yada. Let's you know, let's get let's let some of these guys rest their legs. I mean, I get that Sharp takes three steps and he's across the court, but not everybody's like that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, my question would be like, what if two of them get COVID? What if two of them get injured? What if four of them get COVID? Right. I mean, exactly. but only two. If only two of them get hurt, he will have to play someone else more than he's playing right now. That's how thin his rotation is. <laughs> two people. Two Don't people put it past him. He'll only have four. to be throwing in somebody completely new. Like, Don't put it past him just to play four. <laughs> They're not worth he, it, man. They're not worth it. <laughs> that was my best attempt. <laughs> Didn't sound hoarse enough. You don't have my trust. <laughs> if we got to play four, we're only going to play four. 
My team is on the floor to quote the great movie Hoosiers. <laughs> Isaiah who? Isaiah. Who do we have named Isaiah? Oh, that one kid only plays three minutes a game. Okay. Send him in. <laughs> oh, sorry, that is hurting my throat. I don't see how you can do that, Matt. <laughs> well, it takes a lot of practice. You know, it's, I rehearse at home every week because I'm so pissed off listening to his uh, press conferences. Yeah. You know, just give him credit. Give him credit. Give him two credit. He's got a great team. So, so what's the uh, what's the atmosphere like in Diddle? Are people sharpening their pitchforks and getting their torches ready, or are we just are we the fringe people that are thinking that you know? Oh, you know, it's it's okay. It's just a game. They think bless their hearts. They're trying, y'all. Yep. Oh, God, support the coach. Jared, what do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Well, as, I haven't showed up. See, this is how I am with everything. Like, I always try to have a lot of consensus when forming an opinion about a coach, usually, which, I mean, it was different with Sanford, like, as a comparison, because, like, that was when we kind of got to know Todd Stewart pre COVID and everything. Like, <laughs> just from that first meeting that uh, we ever had, just kind of hanging out with him, I was just like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I don't, like, I kind of learned then, like, usually he always waits to make a decision, which is fine. But just looking at stats, like, I asked on the Towerack's Twitter account, asking, like, do you think it's time for Western to move on from Rick Stansberry? There was 329 votes. 64% of people said yes. 36% of people said no. I think that's a pretty good slice of people to add that wasn't just us thinking that i mean 64 percent of the people in that poll think that western needs to move on from stansbury so I mean, that's and there's not my no... opinion that's the people's opinion this is america's we we are democracies so i mean this is how people are feeling and it's a majority so yeah that surprised me and I do not have 210 separate accounts made, just so you know. <laughs> All I honestly, I, I voted no on that poll, by the way. Interesting. Um, yeah, I really did. But I, That I is very interesting, that. Jared. I voted yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not yeah. vote. I was in doing other things. Oh, chasing a child who's yeah. doing God knows what right now. Uh, but anyway. Did you vote Mickey Mouse? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Of course. <laughs> but it is something to talk about, too, because Todd Stewart oh, definitely. did finally address it. Yeah. Because, I mean, sure. we were kind of pressuring him to say something that other fans were. And thankfully, Jared McDonald with Bowling Green Daily News actually did talk to Todd about it. And he's like, Todd had this whole thing where he was kind of saying, like, he doesn't envision a scenario where Rick's not the coach starting next season, which, I mean,. So that's not, okay, that's not really Let's, surprising to me at all because I mean that's something obviously. Well, what's, I he feel like, what's he supposed to say? Yeah, what's he supposed to say? Especially in the middle of the season, I know how he is. He's gonna wait, and considering this is the first like bad year Stansberry has had since his first year when he inherited Harper's team and they didn't really do much of anything. The I mean, this is kind of like his mulligan year. So like what happened with UK like either last year or the year before where they did really bad and everyone was kind of mad at Cal and everything and then they turned it around and now they're better this season or whatever. Like I think that Todd wants to give Coach Stansberry next season to see if he turns it around and then if we're still this bad next season, that's probably going to be the nail in the coffin 
but I mean, I'm interested to see how all of this is going to shake out. To say the least. My th- my thing is, I think I think a lot of us knew the writing was on the wall when Sanford goes out there on senior night, and there's what three thousand people, maybe maybe it less was. than. It was all maybe a thousand. I don't even remember how many it was, but there was no nobody there I, for senior night for Western football. I mean, the weather was awful too, but still, you think you'd have a lot more than that. And I think that's when I knew the writing was on the wall for him. Mm-hmm. Todd is all about the the tickets and yes. fan interest and basically the money. Um, yeah, in terms of but that's there. responsible. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I, I, I think it's a good gauge of what's going on. But I do think – I think you've started to have it tilt towards, like, you have more people saying, well, I'm not going. I'm not going to renew my season ticket. I've heard a lot of people whatever. say that, too. Let's wear bags on our heads, you know, whatever, stuff like that. Um, you know, and, and people have been saying that more and more often. I do think, though, that it – it could easily turn around soon. I mean, we've played a really tough schedule. We're the only team in the conference that's played all of UAB, North Texas, and La Tech. Um, and so we, we really did have a tough schedule. It doesn't – the problem with Conference USA this year, though, is there's not too many, like, god-awful teams. So yeah. the only two games that I see that are absolute no-brainers that we better win – our UTSA and Southern Miss, they both have one win in conference. Um, and then Marshall also has one win, but they also just beat UAB. So um, that kind of took them off the table in terms of just a no-brainer, we'll beat them kind of thing. Um, and the UTSA and Southern Miss are on the road. So literally, we haven't won a road game yet this year. So it's not even <laughs> a given that we'll win another game. Um, but which by the way, we could just crawl out. That was my next question, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, crawl out of this hole a little bit. Um, I just think hopefully we'll pull it together, but I do think if it goes on a little longer, it's going to be to the point that you're going to start losing faith and the locker room's going to start pulling apart, and uh, the fans are going to completely, completely turn off. Um, so it could get bad pretty quick if they don't win here. I mean, I feel like it's already starting to get to that point, though, because, I mean, obviously it's the advent of the WKU basketball group. I've got to see all of those wonderful posts and comments <laughs> and people getting triggered all the time and flagging stuff and not having to address everyone and be like, y'all need to calm down. The, yeah. I mean, it is to the point where I've seen a lot of comments on Twitter and Facebook of people saying they don't want to renew their season tickets, that mm-hmm. they're not going to be interested in basketball as long as Rick Stansberry is here for the most part. I feel like the only thing that can really, really, really revive fan interest is if he has some type of miracle Ray Harper run and the able to get in the tournament, win four games in four days. But, I mean, I don't see that happening at all this season. But even if he were to get another Charles Bassey or something committed, and do you think that would help sell things if he's able to get some more big recruits to come in or transfers or whatever, however he goes about it? Which, of course, he struck out this year with uh, Zion Harmon and Keith Williams both not being able to well, do anything. Attendance wasn't that great even – when it was still possible that Williams and Harmon were going to play. Yeah. Um, 
like we didn't sell out against Louisville. That's bizarre. Shocker. That there was no – it wasn't a sellout. It was close. But the fact that there wasn't enough demand to, to, to fill up the stadium, um, that blows my mind. And then um, some of the other games, you know, you're, you're having, you know, two, two to 4,000. Really, um, I don't think there was any more than that in any other game that I can that I know of this year. Um, it's kind of a, a bad indication of some issues. Um, and I think that's factor, but I mean, you know, I don't think it's that big of a factor. And I think that's, I mean, like, I don't think we can say factor any more than what we have. But um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the truth is. That if we tank this season, um, I think Stans is on the hot seat because if we tank, Western fans are going to turn. But they're they not going to come to games. Win a couple more games for sure. But and I think you got to end the slump. Slump's got to go. Yeah. I, my formula is if he wins two of three, of two of the next three, then he'll probably hang on the rest of the year for sure. But if he doesn't, I feel like. You're going to have enough that it's going to be debatable whether he should go ahead and go. No. I really think like, that. We'll like, that's what killed me with, with Mac was uh, with Chris Mack in Louisville. Like, he got booed. Like, the fans literally booed the team. And I'm like, no, that it's doesn't look good. Level. Yeah. And then they tossed him, like, the next week he was out. Wow. So, I mean, it's just, you know, you don't really know how to respond to some of those things. Yeah, we're sitting right by the mic now, so you're going to hear a lot more, Abby. Um, I'm good. Uh, but anyway, um, so theoretically, Jared, what do you think um, – how do you think we're going to end this season? What are What's uh, our final record-ish? Uh, it's – I think we might be able to find a way to get to 500 overall. I think that that's still very doable. But, I mean, I, I don't know about conference-wise. I mean, we could get to 500 conference-wise too, but it's going to take a lot of work, and it's going to require a lot of games one in a row. There's something that this team's going to have to click for that to happen, to already be set back this far. But, I mean, I don't see – they definitely aren't getting the, a one seed in the East. I definitely don't see that happening. I feel like their only hope for getting in the NCAA tournament is winning four games in four days. And if the UAB and MTSU games, those games are any indication, that's probably not going to happen. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah. didn't Rick say himself that after the UAB game, the reason they looked so bad against Biddle was because they left everything out there against UAB. They didn't have anything left. Like, well, what kind of precedent does that set? That, oh, well, we tried hard in this one game and we lost. So it made it harder for us to win this other game, which we did lose worse because we were already tired. Like, no one cares because at this level, I mean, you're expected to use your bench or have people ready to play. Like, imagine if an NBA team, like, I mean, they do the load management in the NBA, but just like a team throwing away a game, like, oh, we were tired because of the game beforehand uh, when we traveled. So we didn't really play it. So. We weren't able to win. Like you should always have some type of plan to try to eliminate that from happening, in my opinion. But what do I know? Yeah, I, I agree with that, Jared. I think, I think as a coach, you have to be able, especially basketball, to judge the guy's, you know, condition. You know, for instance, let's say, you know, Justice, because he's the one that sticks out the most to me right now. 
he's hurting. We need to get somebody else in there for justice. Yes, I like justice. He and plays just imagine, great. I still would hate to think of what this team would be like if he didn't show up and come play. Oh, it would be bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We lucked out to be as good as we are. Yeah. And the really, thing that's, really. I mean, I still feel like he should go and give Cozart and Brashear both minutes because they had some butts? games for them. I mean, Butts hasn't really done much of anything this season, in my yeah. opinion. He's about one of the most underwhelming transfers we've had wow. since Junior wow. Lombo. So No, we're not turning on Coco. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she likes watching Coco Melon, which, by the way, I'm convinced is a cult. No, sh- which I'm convinced is a cult. But anyway, yeah, definitely agree, Jared. Um, I mean, I don't understand why Cozart couldn't be, you know, could not be a flex for or quote flex for, you know, Hamilton, Anderson, and Sharp, and just whenever those guys need a breather, they're going in. Yeah. You know, just have him ready to go and do these things. Um, and, you know, I'm, I mean, come on. These guys are on scholarship. Why can't we put them in? You know, obviously they were good enough to come to Western. I don't understand why they're not good enough to play during games at Western. So For me, it's just prepare for the tournament, like – what if you go to a double overtime game and you have three guys foul out and you haven't played these guys at all? Like, yeah, and they're what are you going to do? Yeah, their eyes are. What if they're tired in the semifinals and and they cramp up and and two of them are on the sideline cramping up? Are you going to throw in somebody you haven't played in since December? Well, I mean, let's. I mean, look at look at uh, Sharp. Um, look at Sharp when he rolled his ankle against uh, Kentucky. You know, yeah. we had nothing after that. We had nothing against him. Mm-hmm. Yep. He also had the one game early in conference, too. He tweaked his knee and wore a knee brace the next game. So, the guy's 7-5. It's not like he's he's made of steel, you know? Yeah. Dude, I, you know, honestly, I love Sharp. I really do. And, like, watching games with him, he he just – he reminds me of uh, Kavaris Thomas that used to be at Western. Like he, like he's so tall, he he doesn't even look real. <laughs> and that sounds bad, but like it looks like when you made an NCAA basketball team and you were just like editing them, and you're like, you know what, my center's going to be seven foot five. Yeah, I mean, literally, like he was at half court, and and I was watching near the middle game. He was at half court, and he was looked to be the same height as like Anderson or Hamilton. I can't even remember who it was. Yeah, but it was like, dude, you're like. And I mean, the only time he got shrunk, like it looked, the perspective was he looked smaller, was when he was on the other side of the court. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, this yeah, is. I mean, in person, it's like I'm a t- I'm six three, right? Like I'm I'm tall, and he's he's fourteen inches taller than me. Like I'm usually <laughs> the tallest person in most rooms I ever walk into or whatever. I'm close. He's 14 inches taller than me. It's insane how big he is. It is. He is, it really he is for is. real 7'5". Uh, but, you know, to answer your question about how how I think it's going to end up, I do want to play devil's advocate a little bit because I know you are saying there's no chance in the world that, that we could possibly come back and, and possibly get a top two seed. Because basically, if we can get in the top two, then we would get a bye in the tournament and only have to play three games. I mean, we're we're three and a half games out, so I mean, yeah, it's weirder things have happened. But play as well as we could, and I I mean, hopefully he changes some things, but he may not. But even so, like, I do feel like 
number one, we're mathematically favored still by ESPN in like eight of these 10 games. Um, so basically the computers think we still should win most of our games, um, which I know that's just, you know, it's obviously based on previous data and stuff like that. But I still think it's indicative that really if we play as well as we could, we should beat most of these teams, um, whether it's home or away. And also if we could just if we could just win the next three, okay? That would that would mean we we catch Old Dominion or we'd be half a game behind Old Dominion. We would knock I, down Charlotte and we would knock down FAU to four losses. We got six. Um there's no reason that we can't. Charlotte and Old Dominion can't really score. We we usually score in the seventies. Um and Florida Atlantic is at home. Um, and we should be much better at home than we were on the road. Should be. And then after that, if if we can find a way to pull it together here, then you play UTSA and Southern Miss. Well, those are the two games that I was talking about we definitely should win. So yeah. if we can pull it together here and win two of these three, say, or three of the three, then we could possibly make a little run. And then come February 17th, we're back near 500 in conference, and we're playing the teams in the East that we need to catch up to. Um, yeah. And like I said, they haven't played uh, – none of the teams in the East have played any of the teams in the West that are any good. They, they have at least one of UAB, North Texas, La Tech that they're pretty much going to lose to. So, so Jared, I'll go to you. Um do you think Western makes it to the conference title game this year? Uh, I don't. Just for the fact that if we do go, I mean, it's not like we'll actually win, so it'll just be like the fifth year in a row that we've lost. <laughs> and I would love for that to not happen. So I'm just telling myself we're not going to make it because I, if we were to make it, we would probably lose in an even more ridiculous way than when with North Texas last year, which is unheard of, and I'm sure we'll find a way. Ugh. Matt, what are your thoughts? I just want to vomit with the thought that of thinking about losing another championship game. Uh, yeah, same. Like we would probably like blow Southern Miss out by fifty, and then face them in the championship game after they played four games beforehand, and then lose. Um, yeah, uh, that's a tough question. Um. Okay. Okay. How about this? How about this? We'll give a, how about a percentage chance. I'll give you that. Okay, what sure. is the percentage chance that Western makes it to the Conference USA championship game? Not even wins, just makes it. Let's say twenty-five. I was thinking fifteen. I, I give it a little higher, thirty. Okay. So, so you think that uh, out of three, we would do three attempts out of ten. Seems reasonable that we could so. possibly do it. Okay. I mean, first of all, we lost against uh, a bunch of these teams by just a few points. So there's going to be like the revenge factor. And I do think that um, we're definitely going to be playing better than we are right now. I think we'll have a few wins under our belt. And I don't know, maybe okay. the path will work out. Okay. Okay. Matt's being optimistic. That's that's. I'm a, trying to be, man. I don't want to be depressed, and I don't want the coach to be fired. And I don't want. I don't either. I honestly, I do not want Stans to be fired like, because like, I know that, win, dude. 
Well, I mean, I just know that next year, if we're starting over with a new coach, it's gonna be it's gonna be rebuilding. I mean, it already um, feels like that this season, honestly. Well, yeah. with Bassey gone, I can see that, you know. But still, well, I mean, Sharp is really good. Go Sharp is good. Sharp is very good, but we've had like Bassey for four years. Like so Yeah, I mean, he's still a little more rough around the edges. I mean, if he can gain a bunch of weights and muscle and everything, and can just work on some of his post moves and everything, I think that Sharp can be as good as Charles Bassey, if not a little better, because obviously people are already looking at him for his size anyways. And just the fact that he's as mobile as he is for 7-5 is completely unheard of for any type of player like him. So all he has to do is just kind of get used to maybe making some more free throws and just some more post moves. Obviously, staying out of foul trouble is big. But, I mean, he, his upside, like the ceiling on know, him is unheard of. Do y'all know who Ralph Sampson is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's kind of – to me, that's his – like – maybe maximum potential. Like he, he's that size and he's kind of built that way, but he has, he has skills like Samson had, you know, like, you know, able to move and able to do things and, you know, has some touch. Like, I think if he just cleans up some things, he could be that, I mean, that kind of player. Um, And he definitely affects the game in so many ways. Like, especially when people were still trying to figure out how to play him, which I think they've now figured out how to handle him where he's not like this, you know, Sasquatch legend that they don't know how to overcome or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, man, they people weren't taking shots inside the paint against him at all. Wow. Like they would just they, – they would avoid it. They wouldn't even come to the – to try a layup because he would just block the holy crap out of them. But now I think they've figured out how to – to mess him up on a pump fake and stuff like that and give him a body. And uh, and they also run action behind him and stuff. Um, so so real quick here, we're coming up to the to the end of the show. Um, we'll just do a quick thumbs up, thumbs down on Western beating the next three teams. Uh, Jared, Charlotte, thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, I see, I still am not sold on them. I'm not, but then again, we haven't really won a road game, so I'm still going to do thumbs down. Wow. Matt, thumbs, thumbs up or up. down? I got thumbs up. I think they can't score, and they don't play great defense, and that's a bad matchup. We should beat them. I'll, I'll go thumbs up, too. I'll, I'll, I'll join with Matt on this one. Uh, ESPN's got it pretty close, but they say that we should beat them about 60% of the time, which seems fair. Uh, ODU, Jared, thumbs up or down? God, uh, I haven't <laughs> even thought about Old Dominion at all. I mean, I know how Jeff is with his teams. I mean, it just depends on how well we can shoot the three because I know they're going to slow the people down. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll go thumbs up just because we've looked better against Old Dominion in recent years. But, I mean, it depends on how we do against our defense. Matt, thumbs up or down? I got thumbs up. I, I think um, they're not as good as they usually are. They're definitely not even close to some of the teams they've had. And I think that um, I think it's another okay matchup for us. It's not as good as Charlotte, but I still, I still like us against Old Dominion. They're just not as good. I, I think uh, I think Old Dominion is going to be a tough game for us because they are such a defensive game uh, team. Um, 
And honestly, I'm going to go thumbs down. Uh, ESPN's got us at 50-50 with ODU edging it. So I'm going to go thumbs down this week for that one. Jared, FAU. Uh, I think that we'll get revenge. I think I'll give this one a thumbs up just for the fact that, yeah, we well, we should win this one. So to okay. review, you think we're going to lose seven in a row? No, I said thumbs up. For... Yeah, I know. Well, that will be seven. And then FAU would be number eight. If we well, lose. I didn't think we would lose five in a row, but here we are. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking, man. No, no. Hey, hey, he's entitled to his opinion. Listen, uh, I'm the most nihilist it's, person it's on this podcast. It's, it's too no, Ross is, but anyway. Listen, if you were as jaded as me when it comes to any type of sports <laughs> team winning, then you would understand. I was going to say, Ross is probably the most half-empty person on the podcast, besides Jake. Cousin yeah. Jake. Um, yeah, those two, I'm pretty sure, are ready to close diddle because of stands right now, but anyway... Um, Anyway, uh, Matt, what are you? Where's your? What are you looking at? Uh, for FAU, sure. I guess yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah, I think so. It's <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Um, no, I think it's another win. Um, I think it's a revenge game. It's at home. Hopefully, we'll have two wins under our belt from the road, and we'll start getting getting a little bit of momentum. And. Uh, It'll be a chance to get to five and six and actually start looking at maybe contending for the East. So I think we'll I think we'll win. I'll put a thumbs up on this one too. Um, I definitely think I agree with you both. I think we've definitely got a shot. It's a revenge game. Emotions are going to be high for Western. It's going to be at home. I'm hoping that we've got the fans to show up <clears throat> to definitely support the guys and build the atmosphere up on this one. Um, I think Western can do it. West ESPN's got us at an eighty twenty, so we'll see. I know some intern filled those out, but still. Um, but definitely check out those games. Uh, support the Lady Tops. You got a little girl, you got a little boy. It doesn't matter. Go support the Lady Tops. Go, you know, do a date night or something with a lady. You know, take your lady or gentleman to a game and watch the Lady Tops play. If you want to go see crazy? Basketball, the top. girls. Yeah, exactly. Really support the Lady right Top. Now. Support the men's. Uh, I mean, hey, you need support when you're in a slump. You can't be that fan that just decides to jump ship yeah. because they're not doing well. That's right. Um, Western is, uh, we got them on the third, so that's tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, today is Groundhog's Day. Um, uh, tomorrow night, if you can't be there, it's at uh, it's on ESPN+. Plus. The game starts at 7 Eastern, 6 Central against Charlotte. I'm hoping Tops will win this one. And then the next game will be ODU on the 5th, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern against ODU. Both of those on ESPN+. Plus. Is that the girls? Uh, check those out. No, those were guys' games. Oh, you're looking at Eastern. Sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at men's, yeah. Um, but that was uh, – yeah, those were both uh, Eastern time. Sorry. For those of you who are Central times. Slow time. Yeah. If my internet will pull up real quick, I can tell you Lady Tops games. Uh, Western Charlotte, that is at 3 Eastern, uh, 2 Central on ESPN+. Plus. So check that out if you can't make it. Uh, and then the girls play ODU, uh, ESPN+, Plus on the 5th, 3 p.m. Eastern as well. So 2 Central. So they got like, what, four hours between games? Wow. Anyway, uh, as always, guys, support the Tops. Um, 
and uh, check those games out. And we'll see you here next week, God willing, as long as nothing else goes crazy. Uh, but as always, go tops. Go tops, go tops boys.